Welcome to the Biting Side mini podcast where I make a point to keep things really personal. All right, so here's an exercise that I did about a person that you don't like, a person that drives me nuts, person that I find annoying, person that I kind of avoid closeness with, but I don't know why. It's like an extra irritant to me because there's no great reason. There's no obvious logic to it. He just drives me nuts and I don't know why. And it was an exercise that somebody said, asked me to do and I did it and I'm going to read it, which is super raw and a little different because I haven't just read (laughs) before, but it was like stream of consciousness and there's a bunch of just truth in it. And it was actually surprising to me when it, uh, when, you know, when things were coming out, it was surprising to me. Um, there was some layers in it that were like, self-revelatory because the point is you know you're supposed to find you in it after you write this stuff out to this person then you look back and find where you are in it and maybe parts of yourself that you don't own up to Um, and for me it wasn't direct it wasn't like oh I said that about him and it's actually about me but it can be Um, but it was a little bit more echoey like indirect um, echoes um, and ways that oh yeah there's a lot more of me or something in me there's an element that I don't even hardly notice but oh yeah I see it you know there is or something so anyway because it was sort of surprising to me and because it kind of brought forward a bunch of new information to me and I'm the one who is me you know it's like if I was hiding it for myself, then yeah, bringing it to light seems like it would be all the more important um, for me and maybe for another person too that that does the same thing. I don't know, but yeah, I'm just gonna just gonna read it and we'll see how it goes. Um, you come at me with the fantasy stuff, thinking I'm too great, too fast, and I can feel it's a little too much of fantasy. Also, I always feel like you're putting something in my lap, like a boy who wants mothering or the loving acceptance of his mother. It isn't direct. You don't ask me to mother you literally. It all comes as normal human sharing, you offering advice and wanting to be helpful for me, and you asking advice and sharing about what's really going on for you. But there is an extra weight to it. It's like you want all past wounds the core wound of not being seen or important or loved to be healed in our interaction the fantasy that the interaction that the interaction will make it all go away will make it all better will reverse it because all that ever was missing will be there in our interaction no one can undo that core wound that love and security that your parent and only your parent or primary attachment person could set up as a template in you. I mean, I do believe that relationships heal old wounds, but the interaction won't do it in and of itself. The person who's you, you know, the you in it, participating in the action does it, along with the relationship. And it's difficult to distinguish, um, but... I and the relationship can't be the thing that heals all those old wounds. But I can soothe the wound and help heal it. I can't make you wanted in the world, though. I can want you or want to be around you, and I can be soothing around the wound, around the wound that you aren't wanting. But the relationship with me won't have, won't wave away the wound and reverse it. 
me wanting you won't undo the feeling of not being wanted. The wound can be healed, but it won't be in the fantasy way of me wanting you just makes it all go away. And healed doesn't mean reversed or undone completely. In part, maybe, but not exactly. It's this slight difference in fantasy and reality. And it's this thing that feels heavy, like too much. I feel you putting that fantasy on me. And it's heavy. I know you want to be wanted, and I know it's a wound, but you seeking to be wanted in that fantasy that it will erase any problem or experiences or pain that you've endured in that area are the exact thing that's keeping me from really wanting to be around you the way that you would like. Um, Daily and fully excited, looking forward to speaking from you, um, looking forward to speaking to you, looking forward to hearing from you, seeking your company like a fresh drink of water, refreshing and desired deeply and naturally. This is the thing that's keeping me from being able to do those things. You reaching for the healing from me in the fantasy way keeps me from being able to offer the healing in the reality way. The fantasy comes at me like this heavy part. Everything will magically be okay. All that was once wrong will be made right and it will be it will be the answer our interaction or some sort of approval from me. It is the fantasy that blocks my true being in the relationship with you, my true interest in relationship with you, me letting go into knowing you and enjoying you, me really wanting some closeness with you. Like a kid with the fantasy of a parent who will swoop, with a swoop or a certain behavior will make it forever all okay. Someone who has a fairy tale idea of a parent or a friend or a partner. I know that with your adult mind, you realize that everything can't be in perfect bliss, but you must have bought at least some part of the idea as a child and perhaps placed an ideal on your parents to make it all feel right, um, or to make life feel all right, to make it all magically okay. And then this fantasy was doubled now that they weren't able to or did a really bad job Um, and maybe they legitimately wronged you on top of that by not seeing you or wanting you or enjoying you or loving you or loving you well or letting you be or appreciating you Um, and and you're now hoping to find a situation in adult life that will make it that will make not only life okay, but anything that your parents breached in the original expectation okay too. You think that you know with your head that it takes work and that you have to do that work, but you think that your work is just in finding it and figuring out the puzzle that will unlock the thing and will make it all okay with the magic turn of a key. And that's still fantasy to some degree. Thinking that our relationship will be the answer to the equation or to be the answer to the question. The question of what will my life be like? What now? What direction? Will I have fun? Am I okay? What should I do? Will it be warm? Will it be, will there be love? 
Will the inspiration be there? Where will it come from? Will I make it? Will anyone help? Will I enjoy it? Am I lovable? And me or our relationship or approval or being seen by me will not answer those questions. You also talk too much about yourself, less about sharing true vulnerability and more about getting seen or advising so that you can be seen as useful or thought of as helpful, interesting, or a treasure. You want to be taken care of, but you won't say it very directly, so it feels like yucky manipulation or sneaky or needy in the way that engulfs or naggy or too henty, like there's an elephant in the room. You let, you bother me because you let people less than your, less than your standards linger in your life because you feel like you have to take love wherever you can get it and settle for any scrap you're thrown. So you have a pile of yucky scraps. I've done that too. Um, you're interested in comfort. Maybe I'm not as interested as I should be in comfort, or maybe I resort to comfort too. You want me to be your mom, the one who gives you all the attention and the care and thinks you're a treasure without you offering anything. Moms are supposed to give you that and think you're the greatest when you have shown nothing to support that. But you're not my child, so the rules are going to have to be different. Um, And then... Well, so this is kind of the end of me doing the writing exercise on this person. Um, I see a lot of elements of me in it. Um, It may not be direct, you know, when you think of it directly, like, well, I don't do that. I don't do that. But when I really elaborated and went all into the whys and the hows, then it became clear, like, okay, there might be an element of me thinking that a particular connection is a little more responsible for undoing some of the pain or the wounds that I have too than I would like to admit, I believe. You know, like I'm clinging to some of that fantasy too. Or, you know, that may be what other people perceive off of me. Maybe it's not. Maybe I think I've let go of that fantasy. But um, I can totally see how that same sentiment might be something that someone else is feeling off of me. Um, uh, Yeah, so... Then, because it was really interesting and because I was seeing all this extra stuff, um, I did the exercise on a couple of different people. Actually, one more person that um, I did a couple more, but I'm only going to read the one more because it was kind of like the other people fit into two categories. They either fit into the category that's same as this guy or they fit into a category as the same as this other guy. Um, So anyway, I did a little writing on that and I'll read that as well. Um, Let's see. So that one is... You don't ask me to parent you at all, and you seem rather on top of your work, but somehow an energy still comes across. I know you stay very aware of your issues, and you think through things a lot. I know that there's a part of you who knows you are your own responsibility, and this extreme thinking might keep 
the other part of you alive, the part who doesn't want it all on their shoulders and wishes something else would click into place and make it all just fine. Another person can help, but they, can, they can't take it on completely because there's no balance in that. And you don't have to take it on in the extreme way either, thinking that no one will ever help and that it's all on you. As much work as you have done, that keeps you tangled up in your own pain. And there are big parts of you that are free and can have all the fun and healed moments, but somehow the feeling of that tangled animal coming at me is still there, thinking I might be able to do it all for them, snip that last thread and take that last shift so that they can tap out. Uh, I can I can help untangle, but I can't do it for you. Even if you really need a tap out, it only works as a team. And I only feel compelled to help if it isn't going to be on me entirely, like a two-person system. You bother me because I feel like I have to go way beyond proving myself every day, all the time, just to get the slightest bit of interest or energy tossed back at me. Forcing someone through grueling trials doesn't set up the tone for connection and enjoyment. So there are the two different people that I did. They're actually similar, right? There's elements of similarity in both, or at least that's the vein that I started getting on when I started writing and kind of realizing like maybe that's what turns us off in a lot of people. Um, this sort of element of them putting too much fantasy or too much weight on us of thinking that we can solve their problem or heal them. Um, I mean, maybe that's kind of fundamental behind a lot of um, reasons why people irritate us. If, if it's not going to be a, you know, an obvious logical reason, like they totally did me wrong or something like that. Um, and maybe it's just mine, actually. Maybe that's just mine, which is really funny. Um, and what was really surprising about it is because I don't consider myself to be on that general spectrum. I, uh, let's put it this way, I, um, I tend to advocate for group healing and healing each other and that we can do it as a team and, um, you know, that relationships, that you heal through relationships. I'm not um, usually of the camp that's just like, you handle your stuff and I'll handle mine and don't come at me with your problems. And, you know, so I'm not like that at all, which I think is interesting because when I started writing this stuff down, it kind of sounded like that persona was coming out. Um... And that's nice. That's nice to know that I've got all these different sides, that, that it's all in there. And it also sort of reveals some elements that I think others might dislike in me. Maybe they, you know, as I said before, maybe they think that I'm coming at them with the expectation of, um, you know, that, that core wound, that original pain, the thing that was missing um, to, you know, to have our relationship together be able to erase it or do away with it um, in a way that's just unrealistic because it's a wound. You can't undo it and go back to being a perfectly, you know, unwounded person ever again. And, but you can heal it and you can work around it and you can operate and live a great life with that wound um, as a healed wound. But it's still there. It's a scar. It's a place. It's a thing. It's something that happened to you and it actually brought forth the healing. Um, 
Yeah. And all the things that come along with that, you know, more awareness around it, um, the motivations in your life, you know, the things that you want to do, the things that you consider priorities are usually put in place by the things that were wounds. Um, And it's not like a bad thing, not like we're slave to those wounds and it's all, you know, not even real because we just want things because we were wounded there or we didn't have them. Uh, You know, you have to look at it in that sort of negative, um, fatalistic kind of way. Instead, it's like that's what they were there for. They let us know you know, what we want to try, the deficits, so to speak, are what we want to try to fill in now, you know, and what we do place some more priority on because we didn't get to experience them. You know, it's not just like some desperate animal trying to fill empty holes or it doesn't have to be, but it can be, you know, which is sort of what I was talking about more in my, um, in my stream of consciousness writing, you know, that feeling of like, Oh, let's take out the desperate animal. That's just trying to fill a hole or make it magically go away. Or, um, cause the, uh, it going away is never going to happen. So you have to like embrace it for the benefit that it does provide to you or realize that it is part of your life. And it's not just filling a deficit. Instead, it's having experiences, you know, I didn't get to experience whatever very much with my parents being seen let's say very much so I'd like to experience more being seen I make it a priority to be seen by the people that I interact with Um, and that would be no problem as long as we were doing that as a group endeavor and as long as I wasn't sort of leading with this fantasy edge um, or fantasy sentiment of thinking that it would be washed away that we would ever get you know to some point where being seen by this one person or being seen by enough people would ever undo not getting to be seen by your mother it won't does it mean that you have to be paralyzed and crippled by not being seen by your mother no um not at all but you just get to carry it with you as a part of your bag of experiences that, you know, as cliche as it is, makes you who you are um, and sets up your priorities in such a way. But really, it gives you information. It gives you tools in your toolbox. You know what it's like. You've experienced it to not be seen by your mother. So you'll probably be a pretty great mother uh, or something like that, you know. Um, it sets it all up in a very nice, equal balanced kind of way because the universe is like that somehow it likes the balance um so anyway yeah that was basically the point and the subtle stuff that I was really seeing in there um and realizing about me about others about yeah what it is that we don't like in others about the relationship dynamics that I have about how I'm two parts I'm I'm not just the part that's like you know hey let's all work together and be a team in order to promote our own healing like I have some of that avoidant side of me too that like don't come at me with the fantasy though okay because I can't heal at all okay and don't don't drop it in my lap uh, with all this heaviness like you know our interaction 
And if I get, you know, if, if you get my approval or if you get seen by me, then poof, like all that pain that you ever felt is going to go away. And it'll be just like you got seen by your mom on the very first day and every day of your life. Because it won't be. It won't be like that. But it will be like healing. And it won't be, you know, like using the wound analogy. It won't be like there was no mark ever on your body and nothing ever happened to it. It won't be like you're an infant and you came out with a perfect arm. You know, you'll still have a scar on that arm uh, and it'll still operate and it won't be hurting you or bleeding anymore or whatever but it will still be uh, marked and have an element of having been wounded in it um, so anyways if and that we could do that you know as long as I could see you we could do that you could your priority my priority too anybody's priority could be being seen like we were not seen with our mother um, as long as we take it on as our responsibility my responsibility to pick those type of people my responsibility to see others that way too my responsibility to yeah cultivate that kind of relationship and do that as a team both of us you see me I see you we do it as a team I you know work on my wounds you work on yours we work on each other's we share feedback you know as long as it's not just sort of this little tiny little subtle difference but it makes all the difference where it's like fantasy like I want it all gone I'm thinking there's a magical thing key potion whatever that can do it so eh, you know I think I'm repeating myself at this point but I thought it was an interesting exercise and I thought I would share Thank you so much for listening. I've always loved playing with ideas, but usually they just aren't at all what others come up with. So that has made me feel weird for most of my life. Uh, but now I'm determined to take what makes me weird and to try to make it useful. So come and check out all the other podcasts and things that we've got going on at weirdisuseful.com.